What's up, guys? Thank you guys for coming back here today. I have with me Bobby Schmurda. Yes, I'm kidding. Sir, I'm kidding. Up, Bobby man? Carr, what's up? <laughs> it's good. Good. Going good. Happy to be here. I'm very happy to have you, man. Yeah. So, what's it called? You've been fooling around Waco. Let, let's let's introduce Bobby a bit. Let's introduce Bobby a bit. Yeah, right? just, uh, Bobby over here. You know, kind of been doing my own thing, going uh-huh. through the life cycles and everything. Not a lot of people I met, or I met a lot of new people and stuff. Just kind of your your goal right now is just to like meet people. Exactly. One thing in life is just social networking. Yeah, it it really does get you places. People talk about how you shouldn't climb the ladder. That ladder will save your life (laughs) for sure. For sure. Now I'll give a little more of a uh, in depth. Um, So Bobby, very much like the previous guest we had on Peyton, um, you know his uh, school plans were like run into some difficulty with COVID. You know, COVID, I'm sure that was like a very big thing yeah. in the uh, factor. He's just taking a little bit of a break right now, just going around like he was mentioning, just getting to know people, experiencing life. And uh, that's what this podcast is going to be about. Yeah, the philosophy of letting nature take its course. A good time, a good time. Yeah, that's dude. <laughs> the so way it goes. What, what, oh man. I mean, what, what, what made you just go on this bout? Just like, oh, you know what? I'm just going to like take things by year. Honestly, it was just, there was a point in my life. I was going to Texas Tech University, Reckham Tech. Love that school. Love yikes, them death. yikes. Still support them. <laughs> I know, I know we're in, we're in bear territory. Baylor territory. Still love, still love my Raiders, but I was just, I was having an amazing time up there. I loved it. The people were great and everything. And I just, but just one point in my life, I looked at myself and I wasn't enjoying schoolwork. I wasn't enjoying what I was doing. And I decided it wasn't just wasn't the right time for me. Of course. And yeah, I do plan on going back. But for right now, it's just I decided rather than putting myself through a living hell, I just want to be happy. And so that's where I'm at right now in my life. And it's been it's been going pretty good. I'm enjoying it a lot. I hear like a lot if, like I see a lot of kids that like they don't take that approach to their like schooling or that just they're like just like figuring themselves out like a lot of things yeah. like a lot of people things <laughs> a lot of people like work so hard to figure out what they're good at find out they're not good at it but in the process like completely reject the process of figuring out who they are yeah. and what their name is and it sounds like your project right now is like you know and you know, like i can figure out what i'm good at any day yeah but in the meantime you know, I'm first going to figure out myself. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, I mean, I understand that completely. A lot of people, they end up going through their lives and stuff. They're at college. They're not enjoying it whatsoever, but they feel as if they're just going to have to stick with it because that's apparently what's that's acceptable. The system. Exactly. It's the system. Yeah. And I just kind of, I was like, no, I'm, you, you have to take risks in life. And mm-hmm. a lot of people don't understand that. My parents, for instance, they didn't understand that. I moved out of my house, hadn't spoken to my parents in three months, <laughs> three, three months, and I just now spoke to them, and everything's good, but at first it was tough, I had a lot of people going against me, but uh, I came back through it, because they finally understood, for me, in order for myself to be happy, I realized that I need to do what I want to do, mm-hmm. and so I went off, ventured on my own, going complete darkness, didn't know what's going to happen next, but I'm still just going through it, living it day by day. And yeah, there are plans for the future, but at the same time, it's just kind of, I'm going with the flow, for instance, the, the, right now. The, the future yeah. is going to figure out itself. Exactly, itself out, exactly. Yeah. Okay. One, one thing will lead to another, and that's just how life goes in general. Regardless of what you plan for, it's always going to throw something random at you. And yeah. You just kind of have to go with it. You have to be prepared. I've noticed for me, like in my 
personal like growth or whatever you want to call it there's been times where i like focus so much on taking control of like an outcome where i'll just like put a lot of effort into like i don't know something yeah and i won't get it i won't get it but like i'll get it i'll get what i wanted in a different way without putting effort in there and sometimes i just flat i won't get it but it's just funny to like see the the metaphysics i guess is yes. manifesting <laughs> i guess is the word that you know the uh the modern day counterculture says, <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. but when you put so much effort into something, you like, you like resist it almost, you know, mm-hmm. like now I, th- I feel like there's so many people that, I don't know, go to school, you know, th- for something they know that they're not good at. Like, I don't know. Oh my God. I'm sure at tech, there was a <laughs> lot of people that like went for like pre-med their freshman year. Oh yeah. And then like right off the bat, like first semester, they like immediately a just third, <laughs> a half of them just yeah, elsewhere. Texas tech was a little bit crazy. And so they definitely, they, they learned the lifestyle of a Texas tech <laughs> student. And it's, then they're like, nah, nah, I cannot be doing this right now. <laughs> a hard, it's hard to be focused at tech. It, here. <laughs> most definitely is. Yeah. You, you got a lot going on. All the people up there are great though. Yeah. Yeah. I've met, I met a couple of people out there. It's just chill, you know, very much like you just trying to like let life do its thing and then figure it out from there. But yeah, that's pretty cool. I'm, free flowers. <laughs> it's hard to be a doctor out there. I, I know yeah. I'm telling you, dude, back to the doctor thing. I know one person from my freshman year. I'm a senior now who said they wanted to be a doctor their freshman year and are still on track to go to med school. That is crazy. And Almost that's unheard of. That that's here, like at Baylor. And Baylor's not like a crazy school, you know, like you have like your kids that like go crazy, but it's like such a small percentage. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'm just not cool to know enough about them. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not you don't you don't really see it over there. But like at tech and colleges like ASU and uh, like, you know, Florida State, Georgia I mean, they they got a party scene. So like being yeah. a you know a nerd over there, not a nerd, but like yeah. just a doctor, it's just much harder. Cause I don't know, what do you have over there? The stuff. I mean, <laughs> those students and stuff. Honestly, it's it's hard to be a nerd because no matter who you're with, no matter what you're doing, you're gonna have people dragging you out every single night. I remember a lot of my friends and stuff. I'd just be sitting in my dorm watching Netflix, eating ice cream by myself. My roommate's out doing his own thing. And then my friends would come banging on my door like, Bobby, Bobby, what are you doing? I'm like, watching Netflix, eating ice cream. They're like, <laughs> why don't you come out with us? Because I'm watching Netflix and I'm eating ice cream. I'm taking an easy cream. day. <laughs> exactly. I'm taking an easy day. And then they end up just being like, throw your clothes on. You got five minutes. If you're not outside, bad things are going to happen. I'm like, what do you mean bad things? So <laughs> end up getting dressed, going out. And it's a Monday. Five like, days a week. Five days a week. Exactly. Jesus. It is crazy up there, but it, it's a good time regardless. You meet a lot of good people. They're the, all nice. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's just trying to have a good time. That's the thing when like you meet people that take like their schooling like too serious. And I was like this, like schooling, my yeah. work is just that you kind of like lose the ability to just be like a normal person. Like Exactly. There was a point in my life where I was literally like reading books, working and um, doing school 16 hours a day. Yeah. easily and you know i was like obviously doing the right thing like the what the people respons- call yeah the responsible, responsible stereotypical thing. responsible dude but it depersonalizes the hell it out really of you you're, you just become like this like socially inept person where you're just super smart and something that n- not many people care about and then you get frustrated it's like a it's yeah. like a loop it, of, yeah, it turns you into a zombie in yeah some ways. yeah it, i don't know it's just an unhealthy loop um 
but hey some geniuses are made out of it oh definitely for sure but at the same time it's like you want to stay true to yourself you want to have that characteristics and sometimes whenever you're so focused on that like i've met people before they don't go out they don't do anything and i'm like how are you happy right now i don't understand it it just it mind boggles it's uh the conditioning of the parents they're like well this is what you need to do to succeed Uh, we have Jess in the room right here. <laughs> yeah. She's saying amen to that. Amen to that. <laughs> uh, yeah, It's crazy. I just, I don't understand it. I was, I was always growing up taught my dad, his, uh, his mom was in air force. His father was army. Oh, army boys. Yeah, exactly. And my dad was a police officer. Mom works for the federal government. So it's, it's a little bit of a tight family. We've got a tight ship going on. And so I was always taught to just kind of Stick law. by the rules, do all this, do that. And then eventually I just said, fuck it. And I'm going to go See, off on my own. And that goes kind of back to the point. And when I was, uh, when I said like, what did I say? It was, um, you know, when you try to take so much control of an outcome, yes. right? So like in parenting, there's a lot of parents that are like, oh, I want my kid to be X person, right? Like mm-hmm. I want him to be, um, I don't know, a doctor. Because I, that's why I mentioned, you know, mm-hmm. a doctor. A lot of kids pursue to be a doctor their freshman year, knowing damn well that they're not cognitively they're just, able to. They're just grown up with that. They're influenced by but their parents. Their parents are like, be a doctor, be a doctor. And here, I mean, by the way, it sounds like your parents were just like, follow the rules, follow the rules, yeah, follow the rules. Like my mom was an English major. Yeah. I honestly, going into college, I was set on a track. I wanted to be an English professor at a major university. I was on track to go get a PhD. Mm-hmm. And I just randomly whenever i dropped out and stuff my parents were not happy with that at all (laughs) it's because you broke the rules i did i broke the rules of society it was bad but my mom was an english professor or english uh major my dad majored in um what's the criminology or something yeah yeah justice and criminology yeah yeah, that one and then he minored in psychology and my grandmother was an english professor at university texas el paso so it's kind of the the reading and literature aspect of my life has been passed down from generation to generation and so whenever i strayed off from that it's like with whenever you have a military father and then you have a federal government mother and whenever you stray off the path and you don't follow the rules it kind of it goes against whatever they think and it's a little bit of a struggle yeah no i get that for sure i just i don't know I think everybody like at one point in their life, they kind of just hit like a point and they're like, you know what? I'm just going to go out and do me. And some people don't hit that early enough. Yeah. Some people are like, like they're, they only find out until they get into that job that that's they're what, like, I hate my life. That's I, what midlife crises are for. <laughs> I hate my life completely oh, uh, yeah. for some reason. I don't know. Hopefully the audio has been coming out good recently. I saw like the levels. Yeah. We'll figure it out here in a bit. But yeah, um, I don't know, man. I don't know. Life's just crazy, especially now with COVID. COVID really shook things up for no, everybody. It definitely did. All this stuff that's been going on. It's like my brother had it. You know about that. Yeah, that Kelly. was ridiculous. I'm. I don't even know how I got it. I've been. I was around all of them for three weeks, pretty much. I stayed up here for an extra two weeks just because I was around them. He tested positive. I didn't want to bring it back home. Uh huh. And so uh, it was. It's been crazy. I just don't understand how I got Your it. Your brother got it bad. Oh, he did. He went to the ER three times. They hooked him up the first time, one IV bag, second time two, and then one more on the third time. What did he experience? Do you know? He, from what he told me, it felt like just his heart had an immense pressure on it and his chest and stuff. It just felt like someone was like stepping on him. 
It's all that nicotine, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. Yeah, we, we gotta get them off of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Addictions, man. They're crazy. Yeah, addictions <laughs> are crazy. We've been, I've been through it myself. It's it, it was a wild ride, but I'm just glad I was happy yeah. to make it out on the other side. Now, I I do want to touch on that here in a bit. I do want to touch because that is, I think, like uh, the recovery of uh, I don't know substances. You know, just yeah. getting out of that loop. Is something that a lot of people don't understand. It's a long road. Like yeah. there's such a stigma to it, and there's, I mean, I guess maybe a reason because obviously it's not good to be stuck in ruts. Yeah, definitely. But there's a psychological factor that people don't understand. It's the chemical imbalances the that chemi- people don't understand. They yeah. Think, they they hear the word drugs and they everyone's just been embedded in, in their own mind just from their parents pass on. Drugs are bad. Drugs are bad. And mm-hmm. it's like, well, you can stop whenever you want. You genuinely can't. It no. is in absolute hell. It's, it, yeah, it creates a, a living hell on earth it is, is what it I've really heard. It really is. Extremely painful. Yeah. It is not fun. And it's not like, I mean, it could be physically painful. I know um, I've heard like people who like withdraw from like opioids or stuff like that. Yeah. Like it's like a, it's a physical, like, because like your body is like, removing like toxins that it's become like extremely dependent mm-hmm. on and you're just having like cold sweats all the it's time like the toxins are fighting back too at the same time yeah and you genuinely you go through it and your whole entire body's aching it's hot cold hot cold you're throwing up you can't stop you can't hold and the only way down. the only way you can cure it is with more uh, another fix exactly yeah and it, it's just really really bad it, it was one of the toughest things that i went through it was not fun at all i'm just glad i was able to make it through the other side yeah and it was it was a long trials and tribulations it was <laughs> it was not fun what do you think is the most important thing is it just like willpower honestly it really is willpower and you have to surround yourself with, with people because yeah. i was around I've, I've been around a lot of people in my life and those people they didn't support me completely sometimes but at the same time when it came to it and they recognized what i was going through they really did they came through they Completely cut me off from mm-hmm. what I was going through, and I they stayed there with me. They wouldn't fucking leave my side. That's I, good. I'm laying in bed, and they they're holding the trash can for me and stuff. It <laughs> it was not fun, but at the same time, they were there for me. Because if you surround yourself with the right people, it's it's gonna have an effect. People always say you'll turn into the people that you hang out with. Yeah, it is absolutely true. Your incomes are your income is associated with the five closest friends you have. Yes, that's exactly. that's another thing that people say, but it is also true. Yeah, I mean, dang it, I need to hang out with more rich people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where are they at? Where are they? Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, no, dude. Um, it's it's crazy to even just think about that because, like, I mean, I don't know. Everybody, I mean, not everybody goes through an experience like that, but a lot of people do, and there's a lot of people that. I guess another thing is like for people to admit that they have a problem yeah with with it's, drugs it, it whatever it is extremely hard yeah because you straight first thing denial that's the first no thing i have it in control so what do you mean no, i can stop whenever i want and then you just don't you just can't because you just, have access to it as long as you have access to it what's stopping you from doing it not only do you have access to it it's like it's just almost habitual at one point it's it just is. it's your environment like yeah. if you live in a house where like three out of the four people that live there like smoke pot every you're, night you're most likely even be smoking pot even though even though you're not like ah oh, maybe i should stop smoking pot you're probably gonna smoke pot you know yeah. and it's it 
yeah, you may have that principle, you may have that thing, but once that chemical imbalance shows up in the head, exactly. dude, it's GG. Like you walk into a room, someone's hotboxing, and you, you're going to get secondhand high regardless, uh-huh. especially if you're just sitting right. in there. You're at least going to get the craving because yeah. you're like, oh, I'm associating this you know, scent with the feeling of you know, happiness, yeah, euphoria, and stuff it. like that. And yeah. I think that's another thing because there's people, dude, I honestly, so I'll give you a little bit of my background. So I was raised under like, Catholic Hispanic parents, yeah. very like, don't touch drugs. Drugs are the bad thing. Blah blah blah. <laughs> Devil's lettuce. Yeah, yeah. And um, I, you know, I've never seen weed until like my freshman, late my freshman year of college. So right. like, you know, I always thought that I was like hanging out around like, you know, what back in the day would I would consider good kids. And <laughs> the way I would label a, a kid good and bad is if they did drugs or not. And then. <laughs> The amount of alcohol that they would consume. Yes. And, um, you know, one day, you know, I'm here thinking at the end of my freshman year, you know, oh, drugs are bad, drugs are bad. And then one day the mm. opportunity like presents itself. I'm just like, oh, yeah, you know, might as well. You yeah. Know, you know, a little my, bit. my dad's not around. <laughs> exactly. you know? Like I haven't gone to Catholic church in like a year, you know, it's like, just I'll wait till next. Confession. And it's <laughs> insane because it reminded me. Cause I was like, my dad made me think, my mom and dad made me think that this was like the worst thing that anything yeah, has happened. Make you feel horrible. <laughs> but it was like the, the, best. the <laughs> like in my opinion, in the moment, it was like the best thing ever. It yeah. was like, oh my god, my parents absolutely lied to me yeah. my entire life. You know, you like this. You're like, how is this possible? Just sitting there with a bag of potato chips <laughs> and a pizza <laughs> and just munching on it. <laughs> yeah, dude. It. I don't know. I was just like, I was just like, man, my dad he has to be wrong about a lot of things because like <laughs> I was so indoctrinated to like the way that he taught me about yeah. life. And now here I am smoking a joint and I feel literally <laughs> like the best I've ever had in my life. You're just and it was, like, it what was, else has he lied to me about? Yeah. I mean, I mean, I didn't go too deep in the rabbit <laughs> yeah, yeah. hole with other things, but like with weed and I don't smoke pot anymore. I, I want to make that clear. You can ask all my friends. You can ask yes. everybody. It's been ask Bobby. <laughs> yeah. Ask Bobby. I, I just, it's not my thing. I will occasionally drink is what I'll do, but you know, responsible. Yeah. Responsibly. (laughs) And then I started figuring out it was this, this was like the, the the friend that I smoked it with was like the first time Mm. I ever smoked pot, you know? So I was like, okay, like, um, you're like the only person I know and you're not a bad person. But then he was like, Oh dude, I know a lot of people who smoke pot. (laughs) And I was like, Oh my God. So like, a lot of people smoke pot. <laughs> and I'm here like almost 19 years old, yeah. right? 19 years old. And then I'm like, my mom and dad gave me, they lied to me. Everybody <laughs> smokes pot yeah. and nobody's a bad person. Exactly. And it feels so great. <laughs> so like, you know, here I am, you know, 19, yeah. about to be 19 years old. And my dad, uh, not my dad, I was like, I mean, obviously, if you're never exposed to something like that, you mm-hmm. don't know how to handle you're, you're self-control. Too, so you just, you go, you go yeah. full ham. You go ham, dude. <laughs> so, I mean, I kind of went like a little te- too deep into it for like two months. And it then it happens. Yeah, it, caught, it, it got, it got a hold of me. It got a hold on it me, does. but I got out of it. I got out of That's it. That's what matters. That's what matters. Yeah. Like, and road to recovery. <laughs> the, the thing is, and I, I didn't go like too deep into it where I was like, I had to go to rehab or anything like that. It was oh, just yeah. like, oh, I saw, I saw it taking a toll on like my habits and stuff like that, which is why I don't smoke anymore. It's good that you recognize like that. it though. That's really honestly the best thing that See, matters, that kind of thing. But okay. I do want to say, I think 
I'm lucky in the sense that I was able to recognize it because so my parents can't provide for me like financially like yeah. a lot of people can right there's some people that figure out because they get to the point that they're like dang I need to go to rehab and then yeah. there's some people that like realize because they're like oh my god I'm about to lose grip on life I don't want to go to rehab yeah yeah I my one my parents couldn't afford rehab two I was broke as hell yeah. I was doing bad in school you know socially I wasn't whatsoever attractive you vegetable know? At that yeah point. yeah I would literally just go to parties and serve myself a bowl of cereal in the middle of a party you know oh so like boy. how are you gonna like socialize <laughs> being that you look over to the person Jess is looking at me like this boy it's true it's true <laughs> you it's look true. over to the person do you like say you want some cap and crunch <laughs> yeah I, I i my my cereal of choice back in the day i think was uh the chocolate one cocoa puffs oh <laughs> you gotta love it gotta love it the OG. yeah dude i mean it was it was it it, it was a time but it taught me, it teaches you so much because that willpower that we mentioned earlier, Yeah. because you're like, man, I have to stop. I have to stop. But I mean, a lot of people they around me, it. a lot, well, one, they don't, they, a lot of people because their parents support them financially and because they pay their rents and, you know, they're taking an easy major, yeah. the initiative to like, oh my God, maybe this chemical is doing bad things for me doesn't really kick in yeah because they have that they have something to fall back on yeah they have other people don't what's the what's the cost if you're not if you're not drowning i was exactly. i was drowning and I, that was just like two months of like you know experimenting is what yeah. most people would consider my <laughs> Quote extent unquote, yeah. <laughs> but um yeah i i don't know it was just getting out of it and i i don't know i had to like read a lot to like you know because yeah. it's psychological it really That's, is though it really is because it gets in your brain even if it's not a chemical addiction with some things it's definitely it will be a physical addiction and yeah which honestly it's they're very comparable but either way it's very fucking hard you to know okay you know like how a lot of people who smoke pot are like i can't remember anything i have such yeah. a hard time remembering anything it, or it affects your memory i'm not so. motivated or whatsoever it's because one you okay everybody knows this weed THC like resembles dopamine and it like it hijacks your like dopamine receptors. But when you smoke weed as opposed to accomplishing something when you're motivated to yeah. accomplish something or, you know, remember the memory works based off of like, here's this external stimuli in my environment. It's probably a good thing for me to remember it. So therefore I'm going to pump dopamine into my brain. So yeah. I could, you know, retain this because this is going to lead to a reward later on. It's right? literally all just a chemical reaction. It's and all chemical. You, you literally, you don't, you, people don't recognize that you train yourself to feel uh -huh. that way. And that's all there is to it. Yeah. So, I mean, when you smoke too much, you just shoot the dopamine receptors in your brain to a point where like, it's not that you, it's not that you are not motivated. You're definitely, you definitely have goals and passions and yeah. things you're striving for. It's just that you are depriving yourself of the capacity to be motivated because you're just like, you're, it's like you want to run, um, you want to run 10 miles one day, Yeah. but, um, at the same time, you're like driving a hammer to your knee every single day, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's just like, how are you going to like expect yeah. to. You know, you, you definitely have the desire to be able to run. It's like you want to do something, but, but like the fact that you are working against yourself. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know. It's it, What's crazy to me is when people take, and this is kind of a little more like on the edge about controversial topics, is when people take um, prescription drugs to help with their mental health. And yeah. then on top of that, they'll 
do street drug yeah and i'm just like dog that's like counterintuitive yeah extremely counterintuitive. not only is it counterintuitive like not only will it not work they'll cancel each other out but like two um it damages your brain much more than if you were just to take one or the other it's like taking a fat loss supplement and then going to mcdonald's right afterwards like exactly you have opposing chemicals in your stomach there and you're just gonna absolutely obliterate your your the the lining of your stomach um, the, 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 the chemicals that your brain gets from saying, oh, you're full because now you have this, I don't know, we're going to use a metaphor of like eating McDonald's and taking a thing. <laughs> Love to see it. <laughs> yeah. You have a chemical going from your stomach. Not, yeah. From your, I don't know where it goes, but it's saying like, oh, this food is good. Right. Your brain yeah. is learning that this your food is good. and stuff. But the, the chemical is saying stop eating because you're full, but you're not supposed to get that chemical at the same time. Yeah. So you're having like this, like, I don't know, you're. You're 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 setting yourself up to have like the brain of a of a person who has like psychosis. Exactly. You know, you're just mismatching your the chemistry of your brain with the reality of your yeah. external life. But eventually, it's just like it. Like I said before, it it gets trained to be like that whenever you do it enough, and it's it, you you have to work very hard to get it back and balance everything uh-huh. out. It's 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 like brushing your teeth and stuff. You got to keep doing it every single day. If habits. You stop and you get out of it. Habits. You gotta you gotta be able to have the good habits and. Keep your bad habits to the limit. Yeah. But we all know bad old or old habits are hard. I have this thing on my goal board right there. I don't know if you've seen it yet, but it's uh, the habits right there. The first one is like limit bad habits one time a day right there. And, okay. then, I, and then I have it coded. I I mean, I've gotten to the point where I don't even have to worry, worry about um, doing them because exactly. it's just, I don't know. If you get into the habit of not doing bad habits, then... That's a good thing. Yeah, man. that's a, I mean, life right. Yeah, dude. You know what? And we, I guess you and I, we can have a pretty good conversation about this to like kind of sum that section up. You know, I mean, if you're going through like withdrawals or something like that and you're trying to get out of substance abuse mm-hmm. or anything like that, it's going to be, it's, you know, this. Yeah. What is it going to come down to? Will, it's, willpower? It's honestly, it's just going to come down to willpower and you genuinely do. You have to have good people around you yeah. to take care of you because. If you don't, if you're in it by yourself, if you're able to make it through it by yourself, I I will shake your hand and give you a kiss on the lips because <laughs> not a lot of people are able to do that. Yeah. And so, but it genuinely is about the people that you're around. If those people actually genuinely care about you and they will sit there with you going through whatever you're going through. Um, that's honestly, that's, that's how I got through it. Yeah. That's genuinely how I got through it. Just and it was tough, but. I just had people in my ear, hey, you're going to be okay. Hey, you're going to be okay. This isn't a forever thing. And so I just kept saying that in my own mm-hmm. head. I was like, this is not a forever thing. This is not a forever thing because it does end in the end and it'll make you a better person. What I'll say to, to just end that off, when I was going through it, I said, this is hell on earth. Yep. And if and you could probably agree with how that it feels like. It's absolutely hell on earth. Hell on earth. But I told myself, and it kind of goes to what you said, if this is hell on earth, then what the hell does heaven on earth feel like? <laughs> yeah. Because, oh my God. I like, want to be there. <laughs> yeah, no, for real. And what does it take to get there? Exactly. And that's exactly what I want to talk about now. We talked about, you know, bad habits. Yes. Good habits. What do you know about building good habits? Bro? Building good habits. Honestly, just, I mean, a lot of people think I have bad habits. I think my good habits are uh, just trying to be myself. Like yeah. Just genuinely embed it in your mind that you want to be a good person. It will happen. Manifestation. People think it's stupid. If you tell yourself something enough, it's going to happen. Yeah. No, literally that, that 
100% true. Yeah. And it's just kind of, I've been going through life free flowing, free ball and everything, you know, walking around in my little fucking nose <laughs> skirt and stuff, just trying to keep it down so the wind doesn't blow it up. But I just kind of been going through it, good habits and stuff. Just try and be a good person. Do what you can for the people that are around you with what you have. Even if you don't have a lot, there's always something you can do. Yeah. And that's what I've tried to do. It's like, yeah, people have provided me with a lot of stuff. They've helped me out immensely. And I appreciate that more than anything in the whole entire world because not a lot of people would do that. And that goes to show they're good people. And what I try to do, it's like I was living with a friend for about a month and a half. And I was staying at the house rent free. Her mother was providing for my food. We were best friends, by the way. It wasn't anything <laughs> like that. I had my own room. But um, it's like I tried to do whatever I could around the house. I washed the dishes. I would mow the lawn. I cleaned out the gutters and stuff. You pay how you can. Exactly, exactly. It's like I did not have the uh, money to pay for a lot of stuff. But at the same time, I was doing whatever I could with what I had. And I think that's what a lot of people need to kind of just get their mind around. Exactly. Exactly. Do what you can with what you have. Cause a lot of stuff in life, you just can't pay for it. You can't pay for it. And a lot of, but at the same time, people like, Oh, I can't afford a charity. I can't do this. I can't do that to help these people in need, Mm -hmm. but you genuinely can. All you have to do is get off the couch, go out there and do something. Yeah, no, it's, for it's real. not always materialistic things that make people happy in life. Like me myself, I'm happy. I don't, I, I don't care how much money I make in the end. I can be 50 years old making 35,000 a year as long as I've got my kids and my wife by my side, and I'm living and I'm surviving. I'm going to be the happiest person in the world. That's a very wholesome way to approach life, man. And yeah. respect to you for that. Like, thank you, thank you. I, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not that. <laughs> I'm not that deep. <laughs> I'm kidding. I mean, I'm a, I'm a little money hungry. I'm yeah. I mean, but you that, gotta have a little bit of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, dude, that you're, you're preaching very well right there, man. Like, I think a lot of people get so caught up in the idea that like money is a means to everything. But it really I, isn't. I always tell people like wealth isn't just monetary. Yes. Uh, there's, there's, I, I believe that there's four types of wealth. Mm-hmm. There's like your mental wealth. There's your spiritual wealth. There's your physical wealth, and then there's your financial wealth, right? Exactly. If you want to be truly wealthy, you go for all four, right? Yeah. Because someone who is super financially wealthy, but doesn't take care of their like physical health, they're gonna die at age fifty of cardiac arrest. Exactly. And what's the? I mean, like, yeah, you know, you lived it up for those fifty years. Hopefully, if your emotional and uh, spiritual wasn't all screwed up. Yeah. But um. What what, what's do? the point? Yeah, what was the point? No you were point. just you were just a rich guy that everybody got it's to like mooch you off. You didn't of. have an end game. Your end game should be first of all like the the thing that you <laughs> want to do the most. You you set a goal, and then it doesn't matter what path you go through. Like for me, I just want to be happy. Have you read the book um, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, Jess? Can you grab me the book? I have it actually in my library right there. I don't think I have read it, but You're, it sounds interesting. You are, <laughs> you are literally citing an exact chapter in the book, and I think it's like habit three is like think, start with the end in mind. Okay. And the whole thing is, let me see. So, put first things first. No, that's that's habit two. <laughs> habit two. So, and it's literally the whole thing is. I'll just show it to you. You don't have to read it, of course, because it's hard to chit-chat and talk. Um, The whole thing is, is like, if you want to be effective in your life, when you die, what are like the, what is the way that you want people to describe you as? Exactly. And if you don't know that, 
then you're not working towards anything that has true meaning to you. Like that's that's what a lot of people don't understand. And, you know, like back to the thing with money, money is the most shallow way of attaining meaning, you know, because it's it's a filler. It's a filler for happiness and stuff. It's not true. It's not money's not going to do anything. It's a piece of paper. I could rip it up and throw it in the toilet and and someone will probably say, why would you do that? I could have used that. Uh You could have used it, but. Do you really need it right now? Mm, some people do. Yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, like, the, w- what's your end goal? The end goal of me ripping up a piece of paper that's, it has worth, but. Psychological. Exactly. Worth. It's it's psychological. It's all fake. It Money's is. fake. Exactly. <laughs> Money's fake. <laughs> We're going to start a revolution the here today. The pigeons are spies. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, no, I just, that's something I hold, like, very dearly. Is just, I mean. If you if you don't really work towards your goal that you want to like die with, right? Yeah. You know, like in that example of the rich man who has poor physical health and I don't know, let's say he has adequate emotional and adequate spiritual health. Yeah. You know, what he's going to be remembered like when he dies is the guy who yeah, you know, he was smart. But man, yeah. he could not control himself behind the plate. Exactly. He could not control himself just, behind the plate. Like he, he, oh, his table manners horrible. He, he can, just gosh. five minutes, an entire like number six at you know McDonald's was just off the table. He yeah. drinking everything. So, and I mean, not to say that that's like the worst thing to be remembered. At. Of course, you can be like a murderer. Uh, or yeah, something definitely. Like that, but, but like it's still part of your character and your charisma yeah. that you live by. And it's something that's going to stick with you for the rest of your life and even on after that. Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. like you, you can have a wife and kids and stuff, but if you're if you're a wife beater, if you're like a horrible person to your own family, <laughs> like you're going to be remembered as that. You're not going to be remembered as the guy who has a wife and kids. Yeah, of course, of course. And, and it just, it, it enacts itself onto other people too. Like the, this guy dies at 50 years of age. His son We'll say his son is six years old, has to grow up without a father, doesn't have a father figure. Now he has it, mental problems exactly. growing up. Or... It just goes on and on and on. Mm-hmm. And he's going to pass it down to his son because he didn't have a father to grow up with, so he doesn't know how it's going to work. He doesn't know how to be a father because he didn't have one. See, so are you, it's funny you mention that because so we talked about like substance abuse and getting out of substance abuse later. Yeah. Um, getting out of things is not just substances. Like yes. maybe there is like, a lot of people don't talk about this, but maybe there's like patterns in your family. Like I know families that are like notorious for shit talking, like yes. notorious. It gets passed down. Yeah, it gets passed it down. Genuinely does. But how do you get out of those like family? Honestly, like you just, it's the willpower. Yeah, it really is willpower, and it's because a lot of the time people they learn that and then they end up sticking with it, and so they're like, "Oh, I'm just gonna do this because this is what I'm comfortable with." It's those people that recognize the pattern. The people that see, hey, this is not a good thing. This has been passed down generation to generation. Those people that are able to recognize and get out of it, those are special people and they're uh-huh. going to go far in life. See, I think the mistake that most people make is that they think that like good people are born good people and good people are, you know, like they're just made. Yeah. You know, like families are just naturally good families. You know, like, oh, why can't my family be like the yeah. Rothschilds, you know, like off the bat loaded. <laughs> yes. I'm kidding. Or just, let's say that the Smiths and let's say the Smiths family is this ideal family. What people don't see. And this most happens to, I think younger people like in high school and in college, especially um, when you come from, 
I'll like give you an example about my personal life is when I I came from a school that was like inner city Las Vegas, mm-hmm. right? That yeah. was my high school. And then I came to Baylor and Baylor is like known for this like, you know, excessive excessive amount of wealth. Yeah, sometimes, exactly. Sometimes, yeah, rich right? kids driving Lamborghinis kind so, of views. <laughs> so I'm over here thinking, I'm like, man, why is my family not like this? Yeah. Like, damn, like, I mean, How did this happen? I love my family, all of them. Of swear course, to God. Of course. Everybody can. Everybody, everybody has to. Not has to, but you know what I mean. It's impossible to not love your family. Yeah. Even if you say you hate them, impossible. It's, 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 it's healthiest to love your family. Exactly. Um, some people have obvi- legitimate reasons to, like, have problems with some people in their family, Most but definitely. acknowledge it and then do what I'm about to talk about, you know? I came here and I was like, why can't my family be like this? Why can't my family be like this? Blah, 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 blah. Or like, why, why aren't we like this? You know, why are they not them? And I came and I was like, I had like this grudge. I was like, oh, yeah, rich kids. Like they get everything handed to them. Yeah. And then after a while, it's just like, I'm like completely ignoring the generations before them. And yeah. not saying that the generations before my family were bad. You know, it's just the environment was different, you know? Yeah. You know, um, here in the... Uh, in the like the u.s really does i and this is you know people may disagree with this but the u.s really does a good job of giving families freedom to like truly express what they yeah what their family is going to be identified like there's, as there's, right there's a lot of opportunities yeah here. and if you have i don't know if you have like hard family backgrounds that obviously aren't good in like the american culture and by what i mean the american culture i mean like you know, you have freedom, it's corporate, you know, you want to be rich, you know, you get a job here. Maybe yeah. there's some traits that, you know, is holding your family from going corporate. Just accept that that's just a game like, that was handed to you. Use what you have. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. I mean, and, and acknowledge that they're not supposed to be anybody else but them. Exactly. And you're, you, you have the potential to be your own person stay true to yourself yeah you can be both sides like i proudly like a hispanic you know son of an immigrant but at the same time i'm also you know hopefully going to be going fortune 100 here next year you know yes yes. and it's not the fact that i like sacrificed my values to like you know go this go this route but it's more of i acknowledged the the things that it took to get there yeah and i acknowledge the things that i had in my early environment that held me back from getting there and i chose you have to yeah. pick and choose what you want from there it, it's all about life just you have your different paths and stuff and you have to pick and choose sometimes you make the wrong fucking turns but eventually you're gonna get right back on track no things, matter what things People fall happen. down and they get back up yeah that's all that's just how life is in general Things happen for a reason. There's a great design to everything. Yes, I love really saying is. that. I love saying that. Because there, yes. there truly is. A lot of people are like, ah, ah, there's no such thing that everything is like for a reason. I'm just yeah, like, ah. Life I mean, is literally like, uh, what, what's that one game? The Bandersnatch game, I think. They made a show. Oh, yeah, Netflix. yeah, that, yeah. That is literally life in itself. You pick it's, and choose. You have choices for everything. The butterfly effect with Ashton yes, Kutcher. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. That one was a, that that was a like sketchy movie though. I was yeah. like, dang, like, oh man, it put, t- a, it put a lot out there. But I mean, as long as as long as people pick and choose, it's that's just how life is gonna go. People are gonna choose to go down one path, and eventually they're gonna hit the end of that path, and it's gonna be a sad day, or they're gonna be able to reconcile with everything and choose another path and be happier. And honestly, uh, 
I don't, sorry for saying this, but fuck money. Fuck money. <laughs> I am so sorry. Money's fake. It, it does not matter whatsoever. The one thing that should be everyone's goal in life, in my opinion, is happiness. And money's not going to buy you happiness. Mm-hmm. It's, it's cheesy to say, but it is absolutely a million percent true. Money can't buy you love. It's what you do with it. Exactly. What you do with it. Uh-huh. You can could, you could make a lot of other people happy if you have a lot of money. And that can make you happy. So money's not buying you happiness. It's just the fact that you're using it on other people to make yourself happy. Mm-hmm. So you can buy someone a diamond necklace. It's like, do they really need a diamond necklace? No. There's, there's people that are starving in Africa. You buy them a nice little A1 steak from Outback. <laughs> They're going to love you for life. I mean, I don't think... Can they eat an A1 steak off the bat like that? I think that they had to like... They got to work their way up. Yeah, because like that'll probably shock their body. But hey... Hey, they'll be happy. You, dude, even like a bowl of rice or something, you know, yeah. with some you know chicken in it. Something light, dude. I mean, you can probably with a, with yeah. a, with a steak from A one or whatever restaurant you mentioned, you can probably give them like a month's worth of meals over yeah, there. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> just cut it into little itty bitty cubes. We <laughs> get, yeah, no. I just, I, in my opinion, I just want people to be happy. Yeah, I'm people pleasing. I I try and be the best person that I can be. A lot of people are like, Bobby, what do you want to do when you grow up? What do you What do you want to get into? Like, what job do you want to have? I'm like. Honestly, I genuinely don't aspire to be anything except myself. And people ask me about that all the time. It's like, what do you mean? Like, yeah, I was about to ask. Yeah. <laughs> so we got around like five, seven minutes left. Yeah. What is it? What and is Bobby Carr? What is it? Bobby Carr is just, I try and be the happiest person I can be. Always look at the glass half full. You can't go through life being negative because negativity, it genuinely brings you down. I was in a depressed state at one point in my life. And I was telling myself, oh, I can't do anything about it. No matter who you are, no matter what you're doing, yeah, there is chemical factors to it, but there's always ways that you can work towards making yourself better. And that's how I've started living my life, and it's made me an extremely happy person. I live my life in the way that I do what makes me happy, and honestly, like, just don't give a fuck about the things you don't need to give a fuck about. That's sure. all there is to it. Like, why would you care about something when you don't have to? <laughs> it's like, yeah, there are some things you have to you care would, about. You would flourish in the French culture. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Over there, it's all about like, hey, dude, like it's their business, you know. Like, yeah. Right here in the U.S., it's uh, that's it's hard. Like everyone's nose is in everything. I'm just, I'm doing my own thing. If someone has their opinion about me, that's their opinion. They have the right to have that. I respect that. But at the same time, I'm going to be nice and friendly to them because why wouldn't I be? There's no point in me being rude to someone or being petty with someone. I try and keep that stuff completely out of my life. I don't like being petty. I don't like being rude. I like to have my manners and stuff. It's just all about whatever makes you happy. For sure. And that's what makes me happy. And that's what I aspire to be is just myself. You know, you just saying that right now just makes me think like, what's like, what's the net benefit for you to like, get in someone's business like in exactly. if they want to be like a like i don't know like if you want to be if your kid wants to be something that you don't want them to be what's the net benefit for you you know kind of like pushing them elsewhere yeah. when you know like even that you know you can be super rich if that's the thing that you want your kid to be yeah. doing something you really love like what's the net benefit of getting their wit in their business exactly there's there's honestly no point to it because my parents, they wanted, my, my dad wanted me, wanted me to join the Air Force. 
I do not look like an Air Force person <laughs> whatsoever with the stuff I do, the people I know, the people and I know. And I don't know. You get in a little bit of PT, man. Yeah, Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. But my dad does definitely. He was like, I want you to be Air Force. I was like, it's not what I want to do. <laughs> and so I learned a while ago. It took me a very long time, but you genuinely just have to be yourself and do what you want to do. My parents didn't approve of me moving out of the house. They didn't want me to go off and drop out of college. To tech or? Uh, no, the moving out of the house as an in general. Oh, okay, okay. Because uh, after I dropped out of tech, like, well, first of all, they didn't approve of that. <laughs> but I was like, this is not for me. I don't want to be here right now. I was having a great time. Love it still. That college is amazing. <laughs> but um, it just, at that point in my life, it just wasn't something that I wanted to be there for. I wanted to wait a little bit, have my own time, do what I wanted to do. And that's what I've been doing. And they didn't approve of that. And after three months of not speaking to them whatsoever, they came up here to Waco. Um, and I went down and I talked to him. And first thing my dad says, he just hugs me and he goes, I know we have our differences, but I'll still love you. And I respect your opinion. And that was honestly the most heartwarming thing in the whole entire world. And then my mom gets out of the car and she immediately just started bawling her <laughs> eyes out, which was, it was good to see them though. And I was very happy because it, it may have taken them a little bit of time to realize that, but I'm glad that they did eventually. That's good, man. That's good. Yeah. Well, Bobby, man, I'll tell you, you're wise beyond your years, thank man. You, thank you. It's just it's those experiences, yes. you know. Been through a lot. There's a lot of things that you've been through that as unlucky as you are to go through them, you're very lucky to yes. go through them because it teaches you things that a lot of people Provides don't. a lot of wisdom. For sure, for sure. Well, guys, I greatly appreciate you guys staying around for this long. Um, stay tuned for more podcasts. Next week, we have a fun episode in mind. Uh, just keep it on the gram, and we'll see what we can do. Yep.